helpless little children less fortunate than me well i know that jesus loves them the same as he loves me for he proved his love for everyone when he died on calvary god said i love you each time the hammer fell on three rusty nails he said i love you i can hear him as he was crucified as he bowed his head and died for a world that was lost god said i love you with an The Bible teaches, for God so loved the world, that means every man and woman, every boy and girl. Jesus said, no, I won't lose them, I will pay the cost. So if you want to view God's love for you, look at the cross. God said, I love you. As he bowed his head and died For a world that was lost God said, I love you With the old rugged cross For God so loved the world That he gave his only son As he bowed his head and died For a world that was lost God said, I love you With an old rugged cross God said, I love you
my name is I am now I live each day in peaceful assurance knowing through Christ what it means to be free worry and fear are no more my companions since the day he said to me my name is I am my name's not I was my name's not I'll be my Everybody on this beautiful Sunday morning, let's all stand. We're going to sing This World Is Not My Home. We'll sing the first and the last. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. I'm dressers are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Just up in glory land, we'll live eternally. The saints on every hand are shouting victory. Their songs of sweetest praise drift back from heaven's shore. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh Lord. 
Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. I don't know about you, but the way this world is, I'm glad it's not my home. Amen? Amen. We're going to sing It Is Well With My Soul. We'll sing the first, the second, and the last. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well. Ladies, you're going to sing the first men. We will echo back, all right? So men, follow me. Here we go on the second. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my clouds be rolled back as a scroll the trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend even so it is well with my soul just the ladies it is to have the sun out amen got enough rain amen and uh, the farmers like it but uh, good uh, got some new faces guys you want to introduce yourselves i'm caleb um got um, invited by elijah this morning amen, amen. Um, been talking with each other uh, fca have, have had some okay 
Amen. These guys, these guys, these little little guys play for football. You play for the football team? Yes, sir. What position? Inside linebacker. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do better next year, right? I have two teams. I have two teams. I'm 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 pre I'm preaching now, lady. I have I have two teams, two teams that I that I, that I take personal, the Baltimore Orioles and the Terps. And and I'm I'm telling you, man, I am a Terp fan. I never went there, but I'm a Maryland boy. And so uh, I pull for I pull for the Terps, man. And uh, I watch the basketball games. I watch the football games. I've been out to a wrestling meet. Did I get it right? Okay. Now I'm married to a a, 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 a Tar Heel, but but she's been baptized twice, so she's okay. She messed up one of my sons. Benjamin's a Tar Heel Tar Heel fan, and whatever. I hate them all. Amen. Amen. Good to have you guys. Let's get around, shake hands with each other. Welcome to the welcome each other's service.
amen. And uh, don't forget tonight, don't forget tonight we'll have our uh, evangelistic outreach at 3.30. We're going to uh, have people here praying and people writing uh, letters, and then we're going to have some people, people they'll be uh, uh, saturating, putting door hangers on doors, and some people knocking on doors, and uh, it's all following God's command to sow the seed. And uh, we don't do the saving of people. Amen. It's not our responsibility, but it's our responsibility to the sow the seed, and God takes care of the rest. Amen. Amen. And so I want you to be here tonight. We got we got Miss Creed's got we got some lasagna and salad. I don't know what we're gonna have for dessert, but we'll have something to eat. Amen. Amen. And uh, we'll start at start at three thirty. Be back by four thirty, and we'll eat and uh, maybe have a little bit of Bible study, guys, if you want to, and we'll do that. And so. So we uh, challenge you to come out and uh, be part of what's, what's going on. Don't forget the uh, Mighty Men's Conference. That'll be the 22nd. We'll leave early in the morning, the 22nd, and drive down. And uh, uh, the 22nd, and we'll, we'll get there. Friday night, we'll have preaching. And then Saturday morning, we'll have preaching. And Saturday afternoon, we'll eat. And uh, then we'll head back. Now, it is... It is uh, it is a men's conference, mighty men's conference for men and their pastors, and uh, it is it is Christian uh, men. Uh, it's just it's it's just it's just Baptist testosterone on 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 full. I mean it's 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 a bunch of guys just enjoying the Lord and, and praising the Lord. And uh, we had a great time last week. We uh, Tim went, Cornelius went, Chris went. And we had a good time down there. We've got a we've got a van. We've rent we're renting a big van, and so we've got another preacher and, and a we've got a preacher going, and we've got his new um, his his daughter's fiance. So he's going. We'll have a good time, but we'll leave early. And uh, if if you're going to go, let Chris know in the back. Uh, we have hotel rooms. We'll have to share in the expense of the hotel rooms, but and you'll have to take some money for food on the way down pick it back up but they 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 the conference doesn't cost anything and it's a great time and uh we as men need to to be encouraged in the lord and we need to, to be the men we need to be in our church leaders we are the leaders and um and uh, we as me as a pastor we i need to have a good relationship with you fellows and you you with me and so that's that's what it's all about so we encourage you to do that and then the week after that that next saturday at four o'clock we're going to have our beast feast so we'll have some wild game to eat, and we'll have some, we'll have some, uh, some games. Brother Arnold is setting up a axe throwing, and I'm not talking about Nerf or plastic. We're going to have real axes. Amen. Ooh. Now I can't throw an axe. I probably wouldn't. Even, I probably hurt somebody with. But I couldn't hit a target. But he's making the targets and everything, and we're going to have a good time with that. But I want you to invite people to come. We'll we'll eat. We'll have we'll have games, and then we'll eat. And it'll be a great time. We'll have some prizes, and uh, we want you to be part of that. Amen? Let's have some ushers. We're going to receive God's tithes and our offerings. You give as the Lord directs. If you're a visitor, don't worry about giving. Our folks give on a regular basis, and it uh, goes to the work of the Lord. So let's give as the Lord directs. Let's pray. Brother Tim, leave us in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy on us, Lord. We just pray that you be with us this morning. And uh, be with the preacher, Lord, as he preaches, as you put your word on his heart, Lord. Open our spiritual ears to the word of God. Now we just pray you bless the gift of giving. May this be used to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Where's our kiddos? Come on down. You can't blow them out. They're battery operated. Sit back a little bit. Sit back where I can see your eyes a little bit. Okay. How you all doing? You doing okay? Did you have a good week? How was work? Did you get paid? No, you went to school, didn't you? How many of you love school? You know what my favorite subject in school was? Recess. Yes, it was. And lunch. Amen. Did you all ever been to the principal's office? I knew my principles really good. I won't tell you why. So this morning, this morning in the message, we're going to talk about a king that had a dream. Dream. Think about it. You all ever had dreams before? I had, I had a dream the other day, and I woke up, and I said, oh, man, I'm glad that was a dream. Aren't you? You have some crazy dreams? This king had a dream, and a man of God had to tell him what the dream meant. And guess who, guess who helped him do that? God, God right? God told him, how to, told him what the dream meant. Listen, listen, let me just tell you something. God is alive. Amen. And he is interested in your dreams. He's interested in your day. And he's interested in everything about you. Amen? Amen. Let's sing Jesus Loves Me. Sing with me. Here we go. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. All right, get your treat and head back to your seat. I shall see, and I look upon his face, 
the one who saved me by his grace when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land what a day glorious day that will be there'll be no sorrow there no more burdens to bear no more sickness no pain no more parting over there and forever i will be with the one who died for me what a day glorious day that will be what a day that will be when my jesus i shall see and i look upon his face the one who saved me by his grace when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land what a day glorious day that will be around 586 bc god allowed a man by the name of nebuchadnezzar to be part of the judgment on the children of Israel. And uh, in Jeremiah chapter 25, the prophet Jeremiah was the prophet to Judah during that time. And he witnessed, he was an eyewitness. First of all, he pronounced the judgment, told them that the judgment was coming, but they didn't believe it. They fought against him. He was imprisoned. He was persecuted. Uh, he was known as the weeping prophet. He saw firsthand, he saw Nebuchadnezzar come through the land and he saw dead carcasses. He saw the destruction that he left in, in his wake. And Jeremiah chapter 25 and verse 1 says, The word came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. That was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. In 2 Kings, Chapter 25 and verse 1 and 2, it says this, And it came to pass in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, that's pretty, that's pretty exact, isn't it? That Nebuchadnezzar, king of Israel, Babylon, came, he and all his host against Jerusalem, and pitched uh, against it, and they built forts against it round, uh, round about. And the city was besieged unto the eleventh year of the king of Zedekiah. First Chronicles chapter sixteen and verse or six and verse fifteen says this: And Zehazadak went into the captivity when the Lord carried away Judah and Jerusalem by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. And so, as judgment for their disobedience, God used Nebuchadnezzar, and God calls Nebuchadnezzar his servant, even though he was a lost man; he did not know God. And, and killed many of the people, many of the children of Israel. And so when we get to chapter 2 of Daniel this morning, I want us to think about something. Daniel chapter 2, we understand Daniel has been taken into captivity with several young men. Nebuchadnezzar saw the worship of the children of Israel, and he saw the brightness, the, the intelligence of young men, and he took these young men into captivity. And uh, in chapter 1, uh, we see that Daniel purposed, purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's meat, and he stayed true to his God, and God raised him up, and they, they were very well favored 
in this kingdom. Still, Nebuchadnezzar continued as a self-absorbed king. He cared about himself, uh, like many of us do. We care about three people, me, myself, and I. And he cared about himself. He was narcissistic. He was a killer. He didn't know God. And so in Daniel chapter, Daniel chapter 2, we see a, a, an unusual thing takes place. And, and, and Nebuchadnezzar, here in verse 1, the Bible says in D Daniel chapter 2, if you have your Bible, say amen. amen. And if you're there, say amen. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 1, it says, And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams wherewith his spirit was troubled and his sleep break from him. So he had a dream. Really, it was a nightmare. Amen? Amen. It was, it was, it was not something. It was something that was troubling. Now, you need to understand that the book of Daniel, there is two-pronged book. It's, it's practical for the first part, the first several chapters. In the last chapters, it's prophetical. But this, this chapter is, is, is also prophetical in that it's sharing uh, history that would take place to Nebuchadnezzar in a dream. It would, it, it would share uh, the, the Babylon, it would share Greece, it would sh all these uh, countries, the, all these kingdoms that would take, take over, uh, even involving Alexander the Great. And so we see what takes place here, and he has a dream, and he, cannot, he, he doesn't know what it means. He wanted to know what the dream means. I was dreaming the other night. I told my wife, I dreamed the other night, I got up on our roof, and all the shingles were gone. And I said, what in the world, what in the world are we doing? And I woke up and I said, man, that's great. It wasn't real. <laughs> you ever have that, have that happen? He had this dream and he did not know what it meant. And so notice what, he, what happens. Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the, and the Chaldeans for to show the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. So he calls, the, he calls the astrologers, the magicians, the sorcerers, the Chaldeans. You know, it's like the circus. I mean, he considered these men to be wise. And look what it says in verse 3. And the king said unto them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit was troubled to know the dream. Okay? So the natural thing would be, God, king, what was the dream? Then spake the Chaldeans... To, to, to king in Syriac, O king, live forever. Tell thy service dream, and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone from me. Uh-oh. Now, how in the world? I mean, this is, this is impossible. For one thing, he calls a magician, a sorcerer. A he calls these guys. They have no idea. I mean, th these guys are satanic in their acts. They, 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 they didn't know anything. Uh, they, they didn't know anything. That, and the king answered and said to the Chaldeans, thing is gone to, from me. It, if ye will not make known unto me the dream with the interpretation thereof, ye shall be cut in pieces. Okay, that, that's pretty plain, isn't it? You're, you're going to come apart, amen? And, and, and your houses will be made a dung house. He said, I'm going to cut you up and I'm going to tear your house down. I mean, I mean, he was not, he, he was serious. It, it, it's getting serious now. Now, let, let, me just, let me just say something so you understand. Among these soothsayers and magicians and sorcerers, they were all lumped in with 
all his servants, including Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, his peers, all, the, all these young men that came from, from Judah and Jerusalem uh, from, in, that, in that captivity, when Nebuchadnezzar came through there and killed all those people, he took these men captive. They were part of this. Notice, notice what it says. But if ye show the dream and the interpretation thereof, ye shall receive of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and the interpretation thereof. So, okay, I'll give you something. I'll give you some rewards. Okay, I'll, rate, I'll give you a promotion. They answered again, said, let the king tell his servants a dream, and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said, I know of a certainty that ye would gain the time, because ye see the thing is gone for me. But if ye will not make known unto me the dream, there is but one decree for you, for ye have prepared lying and corrupt words to speak before me till the time be changed. Therefore, tell me the dream, and, that I, and I shall know that ye can show the interpretation thereof. The Chaldeans answered before the king and said, there, there is not a man upon earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, nor ruler that asked such things at any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. There's not a man. Is that a true statement? Yes, yes it's a true statement. And it, and, and, it, and, and it is a rare thing that the king requireth. There is none other that, 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 that can show it before the king except God's, who, whose dwelling is not with flesh. Is that a true statement? Yeah, that's a true statement. Partially, because it's a small g. If it was, if it was real gods, these magicians could, could interpret it. But the God, the God, now you're, on, now you're on track with something. For this cause, the king was angry and very furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. And the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain, and they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. Okay? Okay? And so they're coming to kill Daniel. They're coming to kill Daniel. Notice what it says. Then, 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 uh, then, answered, uh, then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to, to Arioch, uh, the captain's king, the king's captain, why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Arioch made the thing known to Daniel. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time, that he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made the king known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companion, uh, that they would desire the mercies of God of heaven concerning this secret, that, da that, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men. Then was the what? Secret revealed unto Daniel in what? And then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Amen. I want you to notice with me that there is a God in heaven. The world 
with our man-made religions, with our humanistic views, with our desires to, to, to bring the Almighty down and to push him out and leave him out of our educational institutions, to leave him out of our everyday lives. Really, if people around the world viewed America, whose money says in God we trust, we would be viewed as agnostics or atheists. Because we do not personify people that acknowledge that there is a God and that he's alive. But I want you to know there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven, and no matter what, your struggle is, no matter what your need is, no matter who is, who is, who is out for you or, or, or what, what financial setback you have or what problem you have in a relationship, he is interested in that and he cares about you. If you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you know that you're on your way to heaven, he wants to save you. If you, if you are born again, if you are born again, God wants to be part of your life 24-7. Amen. He wants to bless you. He wants to be a powerful, a powerful thing in your life. He wants, he wants wherever you're doing, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, he wants to be right there with you and to, to empower you. To be what you need to be for him. Amen. And so I look at Daniel here. This is, this is, this is a problem. These, these magicians and these astrologers, they come in and they say, well, you, you're going to have to give us something here, king. And, and, and the more they spoke, the madder he got. Now he, he, said, he, said, he said, go kill them. Tear their houses down. I mean, this gets real. When somebody's coming around, they come around, you know, back then they carried two-edged swords. You understand, they, when they went through, they went like this. They weren't going like this, doing like those. They were going two-edged sword, heavy swords. They could whack you in half in, 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 in two swipes. I mean, I mean it, it, you know, and, 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 and they, were going, they were sending people out to tear their houses down. And Daniel said, hold up, we, we, can you give us a little bit? We, we'd like to live. You know, we, we're, we, we're not interested right now. You know, we know, we're, we know where we're going when we die, but we, don't, we weren't planning on going today. Amen? Amen. 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 I'm, with you. I'm with you, Daniel. Amen. But I want, I, want to, I want to give you some thoughts. I want to give you some thoughts. Daniel and his friends were facing a problem, and you and I face problems. Some of you right now, you've got some thing, problems you're facing, and you're trying to concentrate on the message, and they, they're dominating your mind. Push those aside for a minute and ask God to help you with that. But, 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 but God wants to help you with that. God is a problem solver. Amen. They had problems, and this was real. Uh, and, and at the end of the message, if you know the Lord, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you with the decision to follow the pattern here. If you don't know the Lord, I'm going to challenge you and ask you today to... to to let somebody show you how to know Christ as your Savior and have the abundant life. I want you to notice, first of all, in verse 15, there was a plea for patience. There was a plea for patience. 
Daniel wasn't ready to quit. You know, as Christians, we need to understand God has a plan for our lives, and, and, and it may be today that some of our lives here in on this earth, but it may be that we go for, an, for another decade or two decades. God has, a, God has a specific plan for everyone's life. That plan begins with you knowing Jesus Christ as personal Savior. That's where life begins. Amen. People say, well, you know, I'm working toward it. No, you don't work toward it. You can't work your way to salvation. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so, so we, we, are not, <clears throat> we are not able to work our way to heaven. It's by grace we're saved. Jesus Christ died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again the third day. And I know that to be absent from the body, Paul says, is to be present with the Lord. I know that if I die, I'll be in heaven. I've got some friends in heaven. We've got some people that used to sit in here. They're in heaven. And uh, I, I, I'm anxious. To, I'm not anxious to see them. I want to see them one day, and I'm looking forward to seeing But I'm not planning on it today, okay? And neither was Daniel. And so he, 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 Daniel wanted to give, listen, patience, patience in the life of a Christian gives God a chance to work. Amen. That's right. Now you get ahead of God. You get. You say, "Oh, uh, uh, you, uh, it's, uh, we know that. We know that saying. It, with every action, there's got to be a reaction." Well, you don't have to react when somebody does something or says something or something happens in your life. You don't need to react right then. Amen. James says, "Let patience have her perfect work." Patience uh, that means to remain under. That's the meaning of the word in the Bible. And so God, God, as a Christian, we need to understand that we need to give God a chance to work. He can handle it. He created this world. He hung the stars. Come on. He can, he, he, God can handle that situation in your life. Amen? Amen? And so I want you to understand. I want you to understand. Daniel had a plea. There was a plea for patience. And, and, and we should have patience. And they did have patience. They gave him some time. Now, I want you to notice in verse 16, not only the plea for patience, but in verse 16, there's a promise of power. Notice, notice what Daniel says in verse 16. He desired of the king that he would give him time and that he would what? Now, hold, 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 hold on, hold, hold on, hold on a minute. Daniel promised that he would give him an answer. Now, you, you think the same thing I am? He's putting God on the spot. Oh, wow. Amen. He's putting God on the spot. Well, let me just tell you something. God wants us to put him on the spot. Amen. Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. He says, you call on me and ask me. I'll show you things, and I'll, 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 I'll answer it, and you won't even be able to explain it. Let me tell you something. When God does something, he does it right. God can do anything but fail. God just, you know, God is waiting for every one of you, your lives. You think, well, you know, I need to work this out. I don't know. I just, I'm just, not, I'm just, I don't think I can. Let me just say, he wants every one of us just to take our hands off the wheel and say, hey, you got it. And when he gets it, he'll do something with it. Amen. 
I love when God works. I do. I, 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 lo I, I love when God works. You, I, 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 sometimes, we just, sometimes we just see a defeat and we just forget about it. Now, I don't know if you guys have, have seen the film. Years ago, Miami was killing us at Miami. You ever seen this film? Football. You need to see it. They were killing us. I mean, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how many touchdowns we were behind. I turned it off. I was mad. So my dad called me in the evening. He said, hey, hey, that was a great game, wasn't it? I said, we lost. He said, Pat, we didn't. But what happened? He said, they came back and beat Miami. I mean, you guys need to watch it. I, I replay it every once in a while just to get going. <laughs> he, said, you, he said, you just quit and went to bed, didn't you? <laughs> that's the way we do. God, do you know God has a plan for you? God has a plan for you. He knows the problems coming into your, your, your life. And he wants to work it out. But you decide to do it on your own. And you quit. And it's time for a great comeback. Amen. Oh, man, that's good. I, I, want you to notice, I want you to notice the promise of power. He put God on the spot. You, can, God, you can't put God on the spot. He just wants you to try him. Amen. He just wants you to put it out there. Let me just tell you something else. In verse 17 through 23, we see the prayer for preservation. Let me just say, don't do things on your own. And don't go out... And start something without talking to God. Pray. Prayer is a is a vital, a vital exercise of the Christian life. Amen. God speaks to us through His Word. We speak to Him through prayer. Amen. And He's waiting to hear from you. Amen. There's no busy tone. There's no voicemail. God doesn't want you. He can hear every one of us at, at, at all times. He wants to hear from you. He's wait God is God is waiting to hear from you. He wants to talk to you. And Daniel and his peers were facing a, a tragedy. They were getting ready to be killed. Their house is torn down. And notice, first of all, in ver in these verses, he prayed, and Daniel began to pray to the Lord and and and, and that he, 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 in verse 18, that he, they would desire the mercies of God. He, he needed mercy. If you, see the, if you read these verses, verse 17 through 23, they wanted to live. They wanted to live. Notice in verse 21. Notice verse, verse 21. It says, And he changeth the times and seasons, and he removeth the kings and setteth up kingdoms. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge. To them that are that no understanding. What is he saying? Who's he talking about? He's talking about the sovereign God. Let me tell you something. God is in control. I mean, you live, you, 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 I don't know if you guys are from Maryland, you, but if you're from Maryland, we have bipolar weather. <laughs> they say we're going to freeze and it doesn't. They say it's going to snow and we don't. It doesn't. Right, Miss Green? She loves snow. And, 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 and you know, these weather people, they... I mean, they're sitting there pointing and getting paid, but they don't, it does, I mean, if they got paid by how accurate they were, they'd be, 
anyhow, I'll just move on. But anyhow, they, they, God is sovereign. God is in control. Nothing happens unless God allows it. You need to understand that. Nothing happens in your life unless God allows it. And, and Daniel says, hey, we know you are in control, God. We know you're in control. Notice verse, verse 20 and, 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 and verse 22. Daniel, Daniel says, hey, we know who has the answer. God, you have the answer. In verse, in verse 22, notice what it says. And he revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness. Now notice this verse, uh, part of the verse. And the light dwelleth in him. God, listen, God, you may be in darkness. You may not have the answer. You may say there's no way, and God will turn the light on for you. Huh? Now, I know this is not a hymn, but I like that song, You Light Up My Life, because God lights up my life. <laughs> Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a what? Light unto my path, and he'll light it up. He'll light it up. God wants, Daniel says, Daniel, I mean, this is dark time. I mean, this is not, this is not an easy thing that they're going through. I mean, they're getting ready to get killed. He says, God's the one that can take care of this. I want you to notice in this prayer for, they pray for preservation. Notice, notice that he was thankful. I thank thee and praise thee, O God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might. And has made known unto me what is desired of thee. He says, I, you, I know, you have shared with me your will. And thank you. You know, we're ingrates. We don't thank God enough. But when God answers prayer, we ought to thank him. Amen. Amen. And so he, 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 there's the prayer for preservation. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me finish by saying this. There's a, there's a provision of proof. Here's a provision of proof. You say, what's the proof here? Verse 25 says, Then Ariot brought Daniel before the king in haste and said unto him, I have found a man of the captives of Judah that will make known unto the king the interpretation. Oh. By the way, Christians, the world is looking for men and women that will point them to God. Amen. That's good. That's right. Amen. Because those who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ cannot understand the Word of God. They don't have the Holy Spirit in them like you and I do. I want you to notice what it says in verse 26. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Art thou able to make known unto me the dream which I have seen and the, and the interpretation thereof? And, and Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which hath, the king hath demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king. I, like, I kind of like that. He says these dummies, they didn't know what to do. <laughs> but I want you to underline in your mind and in your heart and in your Bible the next few words in verse 28. But there is a God in heaven. Amen. Let me just tell you something. The world will fail you. That's what verse 27 says. These guys failed you. The world will fail you. The world does not have the answer. But there was a focus. Daniel, Daniel had a focus. 
not on himself and not on the world, not on his heritage, but it was a focus on the God of heaven. There is a God in heaven. Amen. And today, there is a God in heaven. Amen. There is a God in heaven. I want you to notice Daniel, Daniel focused on, and he said there is, it's not was, there is, not maybe, there is a God in heaven. And notice the faithfulness of Daniel, it says in verse 28, but there is a God in heaven that revealed the secret to make known, uh, make known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Now notice, this is talking about prophecy. He's getting ready to tell him in the latter part of this, 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 this chapter that you're going to die. And then your kingdom is going to be overthrown by another kingdom, another kingdom, and then another king is going to overthrow that kingdom all the way to Rome. And it happened. Notice what it says here. Thy dream and the visions, verse 28, upon thy head, uh, 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 of thy head upon thy bed, and are these. As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon the bed, what should come to pass hereafter, and he that revealeth his secrets maketh known to thee what shall come to pass. But as for me, the secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have. You, what, what's he doing there? He's giving God the glory. He said, he said, listen, I'm going to give you the answer, but this, and, and this answer is going to, this is, this is talking about your future, but it's not from me, it's from God. So what's so important about that? God can continue to use a Christian that gives him the glory. Amen. You, I, I want God to work through me. There's a difference in me putting myself out in the front of people and God working through me. I'll put it this way. I want to stay out of God's way. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? God wants to do great and mighty things, but I cannot get in the way. And we can't get in the way. And Daniel said, listen, listen, it's not me. And by the way, let me, let me say this. By the way, before I finish, let me say this. When Daniel, when God worked in Daniel and gave him the answer, he saved all those other guys too. Amen. God used Daniel to save all those other guys. Amen. You don't know what God is doing in your life to save your family or your friends or your town or your country. I believe God's worked down through the ages for men. I believe God's worked in this country. When this country was in its infancy, God used some men that knew, knew him to give us what we have. There is a God in heaven. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior today, you're born again according to the Scriptures. Amen. He's at your disposal. And He's waiting to do, do something in your life. You have a problem today? Don't waste time. Go home and get on your knees and get before God in the quietness. Notice, Daniel, the thing was revealed in secret 
The thing was revealed in secret, he said. It was a secret thing. Daniel, Daniel did not put billboards up. Daniel did not have conferences. Huh? <laughs> Daniel did not, did not, did not start a, a monthly paper. Amen. Look what I did. It was a secret thing. God wants to do something in you, Christian. And some of you have things you need to deal with in your heart. You have miserable things. You have things in your life. You have conflicts with people. God wants to help you with every one of those. He's interested in everything. You have desires in your heart and, and wishes and dreams and he, goals. He is interested in those. Amen. But if you're not saved today, if you don't know, if you passed from this life that you'd be with him in heaven, I want to tell you something. He wants to be your savior. He wants to be your savior. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. No one's looking around. There is a God in heaven. And Christian, he wants, he wants to work in your heart and in your life today. If God spoke to you, you get alone with him. You can get alone with him at the altar here. If you're, if, you, if, you're, if you're lost here today, if you don't know Christ as Savior, I beg you, come down, let somebody show you how to be saved and trust him as your personal Savior. Father, bless the invitation and work in our hearts in Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. God, speak into your heart. Take time with him. prayer requests real quick. You may be seated. Come on up, Tim. Good morning, everyone. 
First of all, let's continue to continue to pray for uh, folks that are grieving the loss of loved ones that have uh, gone on to be with the Lord. Pray for those families, for God's strength and comfort on them. Uh, continue to pray for uh, Miss Anita, who has an unspoken request, and pray for her health. And pray for her sister Alice, who has Parkinson's uh, disease, uh, that they can find an assisted living facility for her. Um, so be lifting her up in prayer. And pray for um, Arnold and Wendy's uh, granddaughter's um, son's teacher uh, at the school. Uh, just just pray that they um, pray for her. Uh, uh, she has cancer. They have to. They're trying to uh, remove the cancer that is spread everywhere. And just just praying that God God would heal her, and um, and and uh, and be a comfort to her through this. And pray for um, uh, Stephen's um, kids <laughs> aren't feeling well today. So so be lifting them up in prayer. And um, pray for um, Chris's, uh, Chris and Brenda's friend, uh, Rachel Ellsbury, uh, is grieving the loss of her grandmother. Be lifting her up that God would comfort and strengthen her and her family. Um, pray for uh, Sister uh, Hazel Osmond. Pray for her, her uh, health and pray for her as she has an upcoming um, uh, procedure uh, that she has to have done, that that, that would go well. And pray for Sister Mona, uh, who has an unspoken request, and, and uh, pray as she helps her mom and she works her job, and um, that uh, she uh, that God would strengthen her. And pray for uh, Sister Chris. Uh, uh, pray for uh, Kevin, who wasn't feeling well. Is Kevin feeling better? Amen. Amen. That's an answer to prayer. Pray for um, um, Pastor's grand, Pastor Miss Creed's grandson, Hudson. How's he doing? Amen. Amen. That's an answer to prayer, too. Pray for Brother Tim Davenport, who has surgery coming up on March 17th, and just pray that God would, would heal him. And pray for uh, Miss Abbott's sister, uh, Marijan that uh, she has a visa uh, a visa appointment coming up. She was trying to make it here for the, for the wedding, and she wasn't able to. But she has a visa appointment coming up March 7th. So be praying that that go, would go well. She'd be able to get her visa, and she'd be able to come over and visit family and all. And are there any additional uh, requests or uh, updates? Yes, sir. Anthony Birdsong, we'll be, be praying for him. Amen. We'll do. We'll be praying for him. Absolutely. Thank you. Anybody else have anything? Glade, Glade, and Colin are sick. Oh, okay. Pray for Brother Glade and Sister Colin. Yeah. These guys get ready for uh, Pray for the guy, power of God on you. Amen. 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 Stay away from 
Yes. Yeah, that's that's a big prayer, isn't it? Amen. All right. Anybody else have anything? No? Hansel and Daniel, who have been deployed, and in the in the uh, arm, huh? Oh. <laughs> they've been deployed. Uh, they're they're serving our country, so be praying for them that God's protection is on them, and uh, they will be able. They will come back. They will have travel mercies as they come back home. Uh, anybody else have anything? Yes, ma'am. On the twentieth, yes. absolutely. Amen, amen. Well, we'd be, be, be praying that after the twentieth, you won't wear those glasses anymore. Amen. <laughs> you get a new lens. <laughs> amen. Huh? Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. You you'd be wearing those big uh, dark sunglasses for a while, I guess, right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. We'll be praying for you, Rub, coming blood tests. Yep, we'll do. Anybody else have anything? Well, I expect everybody's going to be here for the outreach this afternoon, right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> You'll be here for the food. Amen. Amen. All right, brother, would you like to pray for us, please? stand to be dismissed. Let me mention this to you. Every year, Awake America, my brother's organization, uh, produces a, a publication, a book, in book form to give to all the senators and representatives on Capitol Hill. This year, uh, they did research and they have reprinted the first Bible uh, that, that hit the shores of America, and it's, the native, it's a Native American. It's a Native American language. And uh, it's incredible. What happened was when the pilgrims landed, uh, the Christians got together and printed Bibles and, and witnessed to the Indians. And many were saved. You don't hear a lot of that in history, but it's true. It's the truth. As a matter of fact, my brother showed the people up at Plymouth Massachusetts that and they had this they said would you come in and sit down with us and share this with us we've never heard this before so that's what that's that's the America you live in the history is 
you know, we need to learn that history. It's important. Yeah. But the, 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 to produce those and print those Bibles is, is a high cost. And so I want us to give toward that. I'd like to be able to give Awake America a couple thousand toward that. The, the Bibles, I think I, I'll get the exact price if you want to purchase a Bible. For, for a senator or a representative, we can do that too. I'll have it for you. But just pray what God would have you give. In the next few weeks, we'll give toward that and, and help that. Amen? Amen. And it's, it's actually in the language. I don't know. I, I forget my brother. I, but it, no, it was, it, it's the official language of Native Americans today. So they'll be doing that. So pray about that. Amen? Good to see you. Have a good afternoon. Come back tonight or this afternoon at 3.30 for... Uh, Outreach. Let's close in prayer. Brother, Brother Pete, close for us.